Um, for those of you who uh, don't know me, I used to be a teacher before I was a missionary. So uh, one, this one time I was teaching um, grade three, which are children who are about eight years old. And there's this one little girl who is not very nice. <laughs> and she never did her work. <laughs> and so I kept her in for recess to finish her math. I kept her inside for a recess break. She couldn't go out and play. She had to finish her math before she went outside. Because <laughs> I'm really strict. <laughs> and uh, she got really upset and uh, was mad at me. Um, and so I sent her to the office to speak to the vice principal. <laughs> so um, the vice principal um, after school uh, had me sit with the student and all three of us spoke about what happened. And even though I'm strict, I don't raise my voice a lot. My voice is usually like this. I just tell them if you don't do that, you have to stay in. So I was expecting that the vice principal would speak to her like I spoke with her. You know, that's not okay, you can't do that. But the vice principal said to her, What are you doing? You're supposed to listen to your teacher. That's not very nice. Don't talk. Sit down and be quiet. So she told that student, um, this teacher was trying to help you, and you spat in her face, you threw it back in her face, she said. Yeah. So um, after that, when I would speak with the students, I learned to be more truthful like that principal was. And I would tell them, you know, when you do that, you're actually being mean to another student. I told them, pretend your life is like a movie. Would you be the good guy or the bad guy in the movie of your life? Uh, if somebody made a movie about your life, would you be the good guy or would you be the bad guy in the movie? Uh, 
I told you, I told them, some of you would be the bad guy. You don't treat each other very nice. <laughs> So, I was really grateful for that vice principal because I really learned a lot. She really helped me um, handle the children better. So, sometimes there's things in our Christian life we're not sure if it's okay to do it or not. Just like I wasn't, I wasn't sure if it was okay to say that's being mean to the student. It's sort of similar in our Christian life. Sometimes we're not sure. Is it okay to say that? I know. So I have a trick question for you. <laughs> Are we supposed to judge people? Who says no? No, we're not supposed to judge people. Who says yes, we are? Who says yes and no? Yes and no. Yes and no. Uh, this is really tricky. This is a tricky one. Okay, let's turn to Matthew chapter 7. Matthew chapter 7. Verse 1 and 2. Matthew chapter 7, verse 1 and 2. Okay. And in this group, what we do, we just go around the circle and read one verse each, and you read in whatever language you like. So <laughs> Christy, we'll start with you. It's just one. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the way you judge, you will be judged, and by your standard of measure, it will be measured to you. So this verse tells us that we're not supposed to judge people. And when we judge, the same way we judge them, we will be judged. And let's turn to Romans uh, chapter 2, verse 1. Romans chapter 2, verse 1. You may think you can condemn such people, but you are just as bad and you have no excuse. When you say they are weak and should be punished, you are condemning yourself. For you who judge others do these very same thing. Yeah. So it's saying the same kind of thing. When you judge other people, you're actually judging yourself because you do the same kind of thing. So now we're going to turn to First Corinthians chapter five. First Corinthians chapter five, verse twelve. Mm -hmm. 
First Corinthians chapter five. Verse 12. 12. Mm. And we're going to read all the way to chapter 6, verse 4. So quite a few people get to read tonight. <laughs> it isn't my responsibility to judge outsiders, but it is certainly your responsibility to judge those inside the church who are sinning. God will judge those outside and expel the wicked men from among you. Any of you has a, a dispute with another, uh, do you dare to take it before the um, body for judgment instead of before the Lord's people? Or do you, do you not know that the Lord's people will judge the world? And if you are to judge the world, are you not content to judge to live your case? So this verse, these verses say that we are to judge. And the last verses say we're not to judge. It's a little bit confusing. <laughs> so what is it talking about? So when the Bible is telling you not to judge, what it's saying is don't condemn the people. So the in Romans 8 verse 1 it says we are not condemned. So God and Jesus they do not condemn us. So we are not to condemn each other. So how do we know the difference between condemning and judging? Condemning is when you say that the person is a bad person. And when you judge, you say that the behavior is a bad behavior. The Bible says that we are to know right from wrong, good from bad. So this, the passage in Corinthians talks specifically about how we are to judge people within the church. We use the Bible as our guide for what is good and what is bad. But people outside the church, they don't use the Bible. 
So we can't judge them by the Bible. They don't use it. <laughs> And in Romans 2, Paul tells us that even God is going to judge them based on their own rules, not based on the Bible in the end. Of course, we're going to say, you know, if somebody kills somebody else, that's wrong and they go to jail. <laughs> But what we're talking about is、uh, relationships. In relationships, when you're in a relationship with someone, when do you judge and when do you not judge? Right. So, when we have non Christian friends and they live together before they're married, we think that's wrong. But we can't judge them for that because they don't use the Bible and they don't think that's wrong. But Paul is saying in the Romans passage, That if we have Christian friends who are living together before they're married, we are to judge that and let them know that it's wrong. So Paul says、um, that we as Christians, we're going to judge the angels. And we're going to look at what the angels did and say whether it's right or wrong. We are yeah, in the Corinthians passage.、Uh, let's see, it was 6, First Corinthians. Where does it say what the angels did? To judge them, right? We're going to sit and judge and say that was right and that was wrong. So, of course, on earth we're also to、um, help people. When we judge people, we think of judging people as a negative thing, but actually it's supposed to be to help them. When we judge people, we're saying that behavior is wrong and it will hurt you. You need to change.
So let's look at how the Bible says, when we judge people, what are we to do? <coughs> uh, <laughs> what does the Bible say about how should we judge people? What are we supposed to do to judge people? So turn to Galatians 6.
So the Bible says that we are to restore them gently. And here in Matthew it tells us, when you restore gently, you go by yourself. Just you and the other person. So actually, this is something that we're not really good at in the church. Because as a good friend, this is part of being a good friend and part of being a brother and sister in Christ. Especially if it's a good friend. If this is one of your best friends and you see them doing something wrong, really um, God is saying to us, you know, you need to step up, you need to let them know that's not okay. Usually, we wait for the leaders to tell them, or a leader will tell them. <laughs> but that's not what it says. It doesn't say the leader should tell them. It says you, you should tell them. <laughs> And if it doesn't work when you go with one person, you're supposed to take another friend. So take somebody that they also know well, or maybe take one of their leaders and go and let them know together the two of you. In my experience, that's usually as far as it goes. <laughs> So, yeah, so people will go by themselves, they'll take somebody else, but then they stop there. They don't go through the rest of it. It says if they don't listen, you're to tell it to the church, and the whole church is to tell them it's not okay. My experience is, the whole church doesn't tell them. Usually one person tells them, two people tell them, then the pastor tells them. <laughs> That's how I've seen it usually happen. <laughs> but it says that actually the church is supposed to let them know altogether. And if they don't listen to the whole church, you're to kick them out. <laughs> So I have heard of people being kicked out of churches for doing something wrong, but it's not very common. And even the Bible is even stricter than this. Let's read um, 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 
1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1 to 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1 to 5. She finished. Yeah, so chapter, well, verse 1. Yeah. It's actually the prophet. There is sexual immorality among you and of a kind that even pagans do not tolerate. A man is sleeping with his father's wife. You have become arrogant and have not mourned instead, so that the one who had done this deed would be removed from your midst. with you in person, I am with you in the spirit. And as though I were there, I have already passed the judgment on this man. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you must call a meeting of the church. I will be present with you in the spirit, and so will the power of our Lord Jesus. Hand this man over to Satan, so that the sinful nature may be destroyed and the spirit saved from the day of the Lord. So here Paul says, not only do you kick them out, you hand them over to Satan. <laughs> when I read this, I feel so surprised. <laughs> this is really strict. <laughs> it's the same feeling I had when that vice principal started telling the child to be quiet and sit down. I was so surprised. <laughs> So, actually, God is much stricter about sin than we are. He, because He knows that sin is hurtful for us. And actually, God is more worried about our soul than about our comfort. So, so it's you know uncomfortable for us to tell somebody that's a sin, but God's not uncomfortable. He he's concerned about their soul. He wants them to get right. So part of looking like Jesus or being like God is actually being a little bit stricter on sin than we are right now. And when Paul says, hand that person over to Satan, what is he talking about? <laughs> So, when we commit a sin and we do not ask for forgiveness, the devil is allowed to um, hurt us in that area where we sinned. So, 
Okay? So when the Bible says don't judge, it means don't judge, don't condemn, don't say the person is bad. But when the Bible says do judge, we are to let people know this is right and this is wrong. Especially people in the church. And I just like you to consider that part of being a good friend is pointing out when people are doing something wrong. Right? And the Bible says do it gently. <laughs> are there any questions or comments about that? Is it bad to, like, um, if you, I don't know, not, not, you know, if the person continues to sin, is it better to just cut off the friendship or not? Or how do you do that? Yeah. So, um, so the best thing is going by yourself and letting them know. Mm -hmm. And if they don't change, going with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And if they don't change, going with the whole church. And I understand usually the, in our case, often the whole church won't go. Mm -hmm. In which case you want to get a leader to go. Um, if they're still sinning, it does say to cut them off. Okay, so just cut off the friendship. Yeah, the friendship. Yeah, it does say, yeah. No, you do need to use wisdom. Okay. Yeah, but you need to use wisdom because there's two reasons people do, there's two reasons people sin. There's two reasons people sin. Two reasons. That people sin. Mm. The first is rebellion. And the second is immaturity. So, if it's rebellion, I would cut off the friendship. If it's immaturity, uh, I'd probably try to help them a bit more. When a two-year-old hits you, you, you know, they're two, so. <laughs> they don't know any better. <laughs> yeah. In that case, I, I, yeah, who's with them? If they're mature. If it's rebellion, then, yeah, it's not good. And I have had friendships end because I've had to tell people that they're sinning and they wouldn't stop. And I have two or, two or three people in the past where I'm no longer friends with them because they simply wouldn't stop sinning.
<laughs> Any other questions or comments? Just to share my experience, yeah. uh, in, the, in the marriage life, you tend, we, we find this a lot. We found it like judging each other a lot. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's not judging, it's not it, judging and condemn, condemn, condemning is, is totally different. So. It's no me. When we happen happen in the past when we I condemn so the the people will will like my wife will will be like putting his putting her 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 defense first before before we can talk. So but in the judge gently means that we need to do it with love. And I found that when we do it with love, it tends to, to solve by itself. So I think the, the simplistic way of looking at this is just just treat treat other with love when they do something wrong and then hope they will come back. Hope for the best. It's hard. It's hard because Kind of, I, I think it's, I think it's kind of torn between this idea of if they do wind up having to leave the church, they're kind of further away from people who can kind of bring them back. You have this feeling, right? Like you, you do still have this feeling that goes well. You know, if we if we kind of tell them, and it's you are you are sinning, and then. It keeps going, and then actually they wind up leaving all the groups, all the church, and all the everything. Then you kind of feel like, well, are they going to find their way back? Sort of thing. It's quite hard. Yeah. yeah. Did you get it? Say it again. <laughs> people who, who are sinning mm. and so you know Amanda's just saying that we've been told that we are supposed to go and tell them and then if, if that doesn't work two people go and tell them if that doesn't work and they keep sinning then you're supposed to take it to the church but there's such a um, like I find like there's such a resistance to just keep going because you feel that if you push them and you push them and you push them eventually you push them right out of the mm. Christian circle mm. um, and then there's a fear that they might not find their way back you know, mm. so it's like a That's like hard. It's true, that's how we feel. We don't want to keep people out of the church or to stop relationship with them. We don't want to. And this is what I'm saying. We're, we are not more compassionate than God. Indeed, yes. 
God is more compassionate than us, and mm -hmm. he says the compassionate thing to do mm -hmm. is to kick them out of the church. Mm -hmm. That's actually compassionate. Mm -hmm. But we don't understand what love really is. Mm. Mm. Love is actually stricter than we are. Mm. Sometimes. Mm. Most people change the first time you say something to them. <laughs> Most people. No, they don't. Really? Who are your friends? It's hard. It's hard telling people. This is a hard thing. And you, you don't have to be experts today. If you have never told anyone about their sin, maybe God might ask you to say one thing to them. You know, like, he's not expecting you to be an expert at it overnight. But be open. God may ask you to correct someone and be open to it. <laughs> Tie him now that you've told us. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, now I know. Now I have to do it. I couldn't believe the ignorance. <laughs> 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 Saying you weren't being rebellious, you were being immature. 
There's a difference between rebellion and immaturity. I'm glad I'm glad they were wise in your case. Okay, I think we'll stop there and if you have any other questions feel free to ask after we pray. God, we say you are a loving God. And, uh, in fact, you are love. And everything you do is love. And when you judge us, it's love. Thank you. And when you punish us or discipline us, it's love. Thank you. And when you ask us, to tell someone else about their sin. That's love. Thank you. Help us to be loving like you are. Lord, we want to help people when they're sinning, to see that it's wrong and it's hurting them, because we don't want them to be hurt. Would you help us and give us courage to talk to our friends when they need help? And would you give us wisdom to know if they are rebellious or immature? And Father, if you're asking us to stop the relationship, would you give us courage to do that? And would you make it very clear when that's to happen? And Father, when people come to us and tell us that we are sinning, would you help us to be humble and to repent? And when we are rebellious, would you show us our rebellion and forgive us? And when we are immature, would you send people to help us and pray for us? We want to look like you, God. We want to be loving like you. Help us to have your mind, the mind of Christ. And help us to do what Jesus did. He only did what he saw the Father doing. Help us to do what we see you doing, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Not here, but these are the maple cookies from Canada. <laughs> 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 
Mm-hmm.